Welcome to Married and Having Fun. We're your hosts, Kathy and JC. Kathy here. I'm 46. I've been married for 25 years to my main squeeze. I'm JC. I'm 33, married to an awesome pastor of six years. It's my second marriage. We have seven kids between our awesome families. On this podcast, we will share all of the ups, downs, and emotions around marriage and all the things in between. If you know what I mean. Sit back, laugh, cry, and enjoy. This is Mary and having fun. This is JC. I am so excited about today's episode. Kathy, once again, is not with me, but I have my wonderful husband. Replacement? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Mr. Ian Bailey. Hey, honey. Thank you for having me on again. I was excited to uh, be a part of this wonderful production, and I'm happy to be back, so thank you. Yeah, I'm excited that you're back. We have somewhat of a difficult topic to talk about, mm-hmm. maybe, I don't know, but um, today we're going to be talking about communication. Yep, yep, it's difficult. It's uh, oh, As the topic of this show is married and having fun, I think you're always learning how to be a better communicator throughout yeah. the life of a marriage. As far as we've gone into a marriage... <laughs> Uh, we are still learning how to better communicate each day. So Yeah, we've been in this thing for six years, and yeah. I think that it's gotten easier, would you say? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And we can talk about that. Yeah, Some let's get into learned practices. Mm-hmm. I want to tell people that we are on our back deck. Okay. This is our date night. We've set the ambiance once again. We're actually in the studio, and there's 25 crickets <laughs> in the studio with us. Um, I have my Mother's Day colorful roses that I love. Thank you, honey. You're welcome. I've been, I've had them beside my bed and loving them. <laughs> You're the best mother I know. Aww. No offense to my own mother. Uh, you know, I don't want to bash my own mother by saying you're the greatest mother I've known, but you're very... You said I remind you of your mother. You said yeah. that a lot. I don't yeah. know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but... I think every kind of son who's a mama's boy probably... Never yeah. wants to give up his mama's boy-ishness, but wants to gift that to their own kids. Yeah. I so can you see are that. the best mother. Um, we are coming off of a high. You just graduated. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> From Duke University. I'm so proud of you. Thanks. I couldn't have done it without you. You supported me. and I feel like I should have the degree, too. But yeah, I've watched the kids sometimes <laughs> when I've had to go do schoolwork or stuff. Um, but it's okay. I'll, I'll have my degree very soon. Yeah. Um, yeah, but congratulations, babe. Um, I'm so glad that you are done yeah. with school. And um, yeah, You watch these kids. You'd be the best father you could be. <laughs> um, I've just been enjoying the last few days, hanging out on TikTok, learning new dances. I have you know? not been enjoying that. <laughs> Yes, you so you TikTok for you is like video games for me. I jump on video games and nothing else matters. Like the kids could be tearing up the kitchen and you're like, <laughs> I'm dancing like Beyonce. Ha, ho. <laughs> and th- th- that's what workout. it's like for me with video games. Like I'm like, yeah, I'll clean it up later. Like they made a mess, big deal. But yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's good for you to work out. So, so 
let's let's say that though. I think one of the I said this the other day to you. Mm-hmm. I said, "Honey, if I worked hard, I, I can't remember what I did that day, yeah. but like I spent time with some church members. I you know wrote this paper or whatever, and I'm like, honey, if I work this hard, like give me a break to like play some video games or just to let to let loose. Yeah. And so, first things first, maybe the best way to start this episode on communication is just to say like set some boundaries. You know. Or expectations. Good. Expectations are good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, am I, am I done for the night? <laughs> <laughs> My Facebook group of married ladies have offered up several questions for us to answer, and you have not seen them. I barely, I just, like, copied and pasted them, so okay. um, I'm excited. This is raw and straight from the hip. Would you for say? our gun-toting <laughs> listeners. No, I'm just kidding. But um, let's get into it. So I found that in our own relationship um, that communication really only seems hard mm-hmm. if, like, if one of us is stressed out, um, yeah. if one of us feels judged, mm. which happens. I mean, yep. sometimes... You could feel like I'm judging you and I'm not, but, or, you know, vice versa. Right. Um, or if we're low-key angry, I'll take, I usually am low-key angry. <laughs> low-key angry. <laughs> um, or if we are just listening to respond. Mm, that's my biggest issue. That's your biggest issue, too. Yeah, so let's get into that. I, we're going to talk about some things that we've done that I really think has opened up the door in our communication life, um, which happened probably right before we went into quarantine, which has made things so much better. <laughs> so we're giving advice off of a month of experience. <laughs> <laughs> it's more than a month. It's like six years of learning and but living. But the quarantine, okay, you're right. I think the quarantine has forced us to like, all right, so we've been married for six years, so it's like we've been training for six years for this moment (laughs) to communicate effectively and so now we're doing it you're right um we've had our twists and turns um in our marriage but um you know we always come back to the fact that we really just want to be completely ourselves would you agree with that yeah i mean that's i think that's That's at the core of my of me you know that's the expression of marriage right Mm -hmm. it's being who you are naturally, not having to put on a show, not yeah. having to be anybody but your authentic self. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, that is the core. <laughs> but I feel that somewhere within marriage, you know, after the papers are signed, we lose sight of um, what brought us together. And communication becomes a major issue for a lot of couples. Um, it's been an issue for us. And today, um, let's just read a few of these questions and comments from our listeners and my Facebook um, group of ladies, and let's get into it. You ready? Okay. All right. So, question number one. Proper ways to communicate when there is a difference in position on a topic. Whew. <laughs> read that again. Okay, proper ways to communicate when there's a difference of opinion yeah. or, or position in a certain topic. Let's go with politics. 
So in our household, you are you are of a certain leaning leaning of a of a you're very you're loyal to a party Uh, or whatever you you're registered with a certain party that's true okay with me i want to say this as a pastor i have to be moderate i have to yes you're okay i have to be sensitive to both sides of the aisle yes but you're still registered with a party is that correct we're communicating already you see this (laughs) i am registered with a party okay great okay i consider the other for me I you just feel the microphone. Out I know of frustration, <laughs> lack of communication. <laughs> I did not. I got a bug in my mouth. Um. Okay. All right. For me, I am not registered with any party. Right. I'm independent. Yeah. You know, one year I can vote for one party, and the next year I can vote for another party. It really just it's based on my convictions. Like sure. I don't. I'm not loyal to any party. Like I won't ever sign up for any party. Subscribe to the newsletter. Yeah, I won't do that. So, um, we have a lot of, and and I also am a firm believer of no matter what is going on in the world, like, we do need to uphold and pray for our leaders. I may not always agree Mm -hmm. with them. Lord knows. Mm -hmm. But I'm just... I don't really, you could get like kind of hype about politics and I'm like, okay, I don't really care. (laughs) You sit there looking at me blankly like, why is he communicating with me? I'll never invite him on a podcast about communication. (laughs) Uh, That's interesting you say that. But I think... Compromise though, right? Like, uh, people don't like compromise. They like um, commitment and you know, you're either all in or all out Mm -hmm. but in a marriage like you were giving up part of yourself and so like if maybe if the question was a question about how do you approach something or communicate on something that's a strong topic of disagreement is that what the question was yeah like find a find a common denominator of agreement and then work from that I think one thing that I've been blessed with is to I often see the other side of things. Yeah. I always like so you're very moderate too. I yeah, I'm very moderate and I think that that helps out a lot. I can usually see where you're coming from even if I don't yeah. like it and I think you're completely wrong. Yeah. Um I think that it's good to just stop. Yeah. And listen to where you're like just acknowledge the morals, acknowledge yeah. the principles, mm-hmm. acknowledge the good. In try to find the good in whatever good. your partner is communicating or saying or because a lot of the times I think we forget that we are on the same team. Yeah, well we're both trying our best. Yeah. If you try your best, you can't I mean we can't speak for everybody but Well this person I'm sure they're a very good person. <laughs> <laughs> but you yeah. Try your best. Best. So like if someone is still trying their best, give them that. Yeah. Even if you disagree with them, give them that they're trying. We were and talking about today some plans that we want to do for the house, remodeling yeah. and stuff. And you were like, I acknowledge what you're trying to do. Yeah. I think that's so good. Like, when you are on opposite ends of things, like, just acknowledge. Like, say, I understand mm-hmm. where you're coming from. I understand. Or even if you don't understand, just acknowledge. Just so lie. You- <laughs> 
don't lie. First step but just say, so you said this and help me better understand it. I mean, just taking the time to like dig in a little bit more yeah. of where your partner's coming from and then, you know, taking some time apart. That's love. Yeah, it is love. That's love right there to like really say like, I disagree with you so much right now, mm-hmm. but I'm going to listen to you and really try and understand. Yeah. And that takes so much strength. Uh, but um, love is that is stronger actually, than anything. It, yes. And this that is my biggest comment to you. And I know sometimes you think... Uh-oh. Here it comes. Well, no. Like, sometimes you think that I'm being, like, mean or, like, just trying to brush it off or whatever. But I say to you often, when you tell me something that I don't really like, mm-hmm. you know, about myself, yeah. I'll say, okay, I'll think about that mm-hmm. and I'll work on it. But you just immediately go to sleep after that. <laughs> <laughs> but I do like I, I you know you tell me something yeah. and oftentimes like I'll chew on it mm-hmm. you know I might take it to my best friend yeah, yeah, and I'll yeah. say you know he said this about me do you think that I'm that way or could I work in this area sometimes I just take it to God and I just really pray on it and think on it because I never want to be the person that's like I'm the greatest I'm always right you know I've had a lot of reflections recently since as you made the announcement last episode, you know, we're talking about maybe having another child. Mm-hmm. I think about having a son. and um, I just remember so much tension I'd have in communication with my own dad. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm like, he's wrong. He's crazy. He's, you know, just totally off his rocker on this. And then I would sleep on it. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe, maybe that is it, going to sleep after <laughs> yeah. you saying you're going to think about something. And you wake yeah. up the next day and you're like, that's a good point. So time, too. Taking yeah. time yeah. to really reflect. You know, that's the other thing about communication. We want answers right now. You know, we yeah. live in a time when emails are available, text messages. Mm-hmm. Everything's uh, instant. Yeah. So you don't always have that blessing. And, and maybe maybe the real blessing is just give it some space. So, okay. So to answer that question is really just respect. Taking, like really genuinely trying to understand where the other person see the morals see 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 the the principles and then taking the time to really truly think about it like say what you have to say you know and then say okay and take that time apart and really think about it one more thing I didn't say about though what uh prayer Mm. I I said I pray about my stuff yeah well that's something I wanted to talk about on this podcast tonight was like you know if there's anything you can do that's more important than, you know, being right or wrong, it's about praying for the other person. And I, I there's, you could probably take my prayer book that's kind of private, but you could probably be <laughs> like, let my wife know that I'm right, God. You know? <laughs> uh, but if anyone can change a heart, it is God. And through that, you know, who knows? Like, my dad has spent every day he would pray for me in seminary in, in, in my education at Duke that like I, he said he would say the irons of academia was sharpen me and he was probably praying for me back when I was even younger like you know my son just doesn't get it yeah. or like help his heart be open that's that's the prayer right there to pray for someone's heart to be open and you know what and I your found, own yes and your own I was just gonna say that that I found that when I'm like I rarely go to God saying change Ian 
I'm just telling you that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I found that in the process, I am changed and I grow. Mm. Um, all right, next question. It's because I'm saying pray to God to change Jacinthia. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, that's not what I was trying to say. Uh, but yes, you're right. Okay, next question. So the next question, I haven't read this before. What comp? Let's find you compromise, or yeah. someone else wrote that. Someone else what compromise it. really is working things out in times of non-conflict? Uh, what compromise really is? So they want us to talk about what is what compromise really is, and then working things out in times of non-conflict. Yeah, I don't have this one. <laughs> Well, the thing that confuses me so, is there's no question mark. There's a period. Oh, after because what I just really literally is. copied and pasted. Don't judge. Oh, okay. All right. So, basically, <laughs> what is compromise? <laughs> I'm, to I'm, you? I'm the Duke, the recent Duke grad. <laughs> what everything is? Being yeah. Prepared. What is compromise to you? Um, for well, me, we kind of talked about that. I think yeah. For week. me, it's just really saying to to step back and ask myself, could this? Could he be right? Could mm. is there some validation in what he said? Mm. Um, you know, we recently had a. Um, well, I'll save this for the next question, but I think compromise is just really taking yourself mm. out of your shoes and putting it into the other person's shoes, into the other person's head, and you know, that's what I feel compromise is. Sometimes you do have to give up you know, certain things that you might really want to do. Um, you know, maybe your stimulus check, how you wanted to spend it. You know, maybe you have to change that for the greater good. But looking at your unit as a team, like you're on the same team, like what's best for the team, um, I think that that's compromise. Yeah, uh, realizing that, realizing you're just, one component the world doesn't revolve around you uh, yeah. my wife gets on to me about this all the time because like the kids will barely eat any dinner and just snack like crazy and I'm like I'm gonna want that at 3 p.m. tomorrow when I'm hungry with my afternoon <laughs> coke yeah and you're just eating that because you didn't want to eat your chicken at night or whatever <laughs> uh, but realizing that we're a household and we all need to eat yeah. Not being so selfish. That's, mm -hmm. I think, what compromise really is. Yeah. It's not realizing that your <laughs> needs and wants and desires are the only ones that need to be met. And what you think is right mm -hmm. may not be what someone else thinks is right. So compromise is just, I don't know what we talked about before, just realizing that you need to take a moment, take a breath, take a uh, take a different perspective and pray that your heart might be open as, as, as will theirs. And in times of non-conflict, I think that, um, you know, sitting down. <laughs> I don't understand <laughs> right? the question. This sounds great. No, but like, yeah, I know it's great. Um, but like sitting down over breakfast or lunch or dinner and just making a pros and cons list or, you know. I don't know. That would annoy me. <laughs> it's not broken. Why are we trying to fix it? Why are we doing a pros and cons? I don't know if that right. question is graphic. Next correctly. question. There's, right. no p there's no question mark. Hush. That's what really throws me off. Having tough conversations, how do you approach those topics in which your flesh doesn't want to discuss because you're afraid of hurting or being hurt? Ooh, this is a really good one. Can I take this? Say what first? you're gonna say while I reread this question. Yes. There's a lot of, there's a lot here. 
Well, if you're rereading it, you're not listening to me. But they are. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to not listen to you and not know what you're talking about. Here we go. So having tough conversations, how do you approach those topics? Let's start with there first. When your flesh doesn't want to discuss it. All right. So we had Mm. a pretty tough conversation not too long ago. Yes, Um, pancakes or waffles. Oh my God, stop. Um, this was, this was before the pandemic. Um, and you were so smooth. Like you were so, yeah, you were so smooth. What are you about to throw at me? So you had some things to tell me that you felt like I wouldn't be happy about. And I could tell, first of all, I had sympathy for you Mm. because I was, I could tell that whatever you were about to say, like it was hard for you. Mm. And I've been there. Mm-hmm. So I've been there where I've had to tell you some things that were hard. And I know what that feels like. Right. And so. Let's just say this. Both my wife and I have a history. And that's maybe the first point to recognize when you come into a tough conversation. Like, yeah. You don't know everything that's led up to this point right, right now. Right. Like this. Like. I so you were telling me these things and the first thing that was going through my head is because the first the first initial reaction is like I'm your wife like why are you you know and you get defensive but like I really in that moment like I just wanted to be your friend as you were sharing with me and me saying like putting myself aside as wife and letting you share like letting like creating an environment we went for a walk by ourselves and we yeah were can just i say chatting. that that timing was yeah, perfect timing was good timing is one of the things that i've realized the, the first way to answer this question how do you have a tough conversation and how do you approach topics in which your flesh doesn't want to discuss mm-hmm. like we're selfish people we want to keep things to ourselves even our deepest darkest secrets yeah. we don't want people to know about so if you're trying to be a confessional person which i told you before this podcast I think confession is important, and that's one thing I did with you on that walk. Yeah. You need to um, find the right time to do that. Yeah. Not when the kids are, like, asking for cereal three times every morning, Or not guys. in the midst of an argument. Yeah. <laughs> like, we, you, you chose the perfect time. We went for a walk, and, like, you shared with me, and my heart was um, soft and tender for you. Like, mm. I wanted to be your friend and embrace you and just, just to say... Hey, it's okay. Like Not we to take all, things personally. Yeah, I didn't want to take things personally. That's that's kind of key. Like understanding that your spouse was a person with a whole history before you, and they are not perfect. Yeah. Like so many times, I feel like I've put you on a pedestal, and like <laughs> I've wanted you to be a certain way. Especially like coming into this with this being a second marriage for me. Like I'm just like I don't want my spouse to be this way, and you know sometimes I do kind of not wanting to but sometimes I compare you to sorry the first husband but um like (laughs) ouch but anyway that day the things that you said yes initially like it hurt my heart but I was I was still so soft and tender for you like as we were friends to say hey let me help you walk through this or it's okay and i'm i'm glad that you feel comfortable and willing to talk to me about it yeah if there's anything that you 
want to keep from your spouse, it I don't want to say it can. I know it will hurt your marriage. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you can't be honest with the person that you love more than anyone, then you can't grow. And so I think, again, I want to say timing, timing, timing. Yeah. I can say, honey, I want to be gracious with you. I want you to trust me in this time, but if it is a time when, like, your emotions are hot, you are, uh, (laughs) which is very rarely, um, if it's a time when, you know, you're stressed. Yeah. Or trying to get things done, working. It doesn't matter how many times you say, please be gracious with Mm -hmm. me when I confess something to you because I want to. Yeah. I, I want to be honest with you. It will not be effective. Yeah. You need to have the right timing. And, and you'll just know. It's like. And I think also, like, starting off the conversation with, I know that this may hurt you, but I feel that it's best for us to be honest with each other. Sometimes those words are, like, really disarming. Mm. Do you feel? No. <laughs> <laughs> just when you said that, I was like, man. It, it just. It, it makes your heart sink. Yeah, it took me to a traumatic I know. History when you might have told me something. I know, I know. And I hate the way those conversations And I hate, you know what? I hate Because now it's not a good time. I'm like in my happy mood. You know. (laughs) Okay, here's the thing too. Like knowing are you a morning person? Are you a night person? Mm -hmm. She tries to, I'm just going to tell y'all. Like she tries to put stuff on my plate. Like when it's like 8.30 at night and I've been writing a paper or something. And I'm Mm -hmm. tired. I just want to get in bed, watch Tiger King or something. (laughs) And, uh, And she's like, oh, let's do this project. And I'm like. No, it's just not a good time. Yeah. And so right now, I would And we've not learned be, to respect that. Yeah. Yeah. To just say, hey, it's not a good time for me. Yeah, so right now, don't tell me anything devastating, honey, that you want to confess to me. That you I have won't. to preface by saying, this I, is really going to hurt Honestly, you. I feel like I have gotten all of my confessions out. <laughs> like, I know. Like, you have to do this in quarantine, y'all. <laughs> um, I, and... You, it, you know what's funny is, like, once you do, like, say those hard things that are hard to say because you're afraid of hurting someone, mm-hmm. I was totally, I know that it hurt you, like, like the last time we had a conversation where I had to tell you something. Like, I know that it hurt you. We're being so code right now, not driving <laughs> with these things so hard. But we do want to be private about that yeah, because yeah, that's yeah. between me and my wife. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, so, so have things but, that are deep and dark but healing. Between you and your spouse and no one else. Yeah. Or maybe a marriage counselor. And so, like, when I said those things to you, it did something within me. Like, it freed me. Um, it, 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 and I remember, like, a few weeks later coming back to you saying, hey, I'm not even, like, this is not even an issue for me mm. anymore because I shared it with you. Mm. Like, it's just, I, I, it's just so you heal healing. When yeah. You yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As you read the next question, uh, I, if someone wants to know what that was, a locust just flew by the I don't the think they heard that. Microphone. I guarantee you they did. They're going to edit it out. <laughs> You'll never hear it. Next question is, how to communicate issues with in-laws? Don't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, this person says, I know it's his job to bring it up issues to them but how do you communicate issues to him since it's their parents next question (laughs) here's the thing with us i think that we both 
mostly we mutually. We love our in-laws. We love, yes, we love my parents. We love his parents. And here's the thing. We've come to an understanding about both boundaries. groups. Boundaries. There are boundaries. And both groups of people. We understand who they are. Yeah. What they bring to the table. Yep. And what we respond. So, like, we already know because we've observed, mm-hmm. like, earlier on in our marriage, like, I'd be like, honey, this and this, like, you want to talk to your parents about that? This and this is going to happen. And then it happens, and then you're like, okay, you're right about that. So we already know, like, what to share with who yeah. and when to share it. And and that's kind of something that you have to work and out. And the other thing I want people to realize, your in-laws are no longer your parents. Well, they are your parents. Well, uh, but like you're making a family. Records, <laughs> <laughs> you're making a new family. And yeah. so it's sometimes I mean, if, it's if, hard to if, detach. I didn't detach from my parents until we moved from Charlotte. Praise Jesus. <laughs> it really helped us. It did. Although, and... although, listen, 100% honesty right now. Do you feel that my parents helped us in times of conflict when we lived in Charlotte? Yeah, I didn't like it, though. Why didn't you like it? Because you weren't comfortable. Well, yeah. But they helped us, right? But in I a have non- my own house. Why are you over here right now? <laughs> <laughs> like, I just got oh, off police. work. I'm trying to relax right now. Please. No, but that... That is important because we lived... Okay, so you don't know this. Before we moved... Before I got accepted to Duke, we lived a mile away from her parents. And if It anything, was awesome. If It was not awesome. <laughs> <laughs> if anything went wrong, anything, her mm-hmm. parents were over there trying to parent. Because I called what, them. Exactly. Because I needed them. And that's what I mean. What's this Look, question listen. Okay, here's the thing. I was so afraid. I was so afraid of messing up. And not getting it right the second time around, I hung on to my parents like a little clutch. Mm-hmm. I did. And I will admit that. Thank you. <laughs> but us moving away and working through our own problems and being a little more private, it did help. Yeah. I don't know if we've addressed the question. I mean, our in-laws, it's taken us some time, but we both realized, you know, uh, boundaries around them. We both realize their strengths, how they can help us. Like you've mm-hmm. gone to my mom, I've gone to your dad mm-hmm. for multiple different things. Well, yeah, they, we know their strengths. Yeah. And so, and also, I think it's good. To, so I don't want to be like, yeah, your in laws yeah. like like forget them, delete them from Facebook or whatever. <laughs> but uh, I think it's good. So boundaries are good, and talking as a couple to say what those boundaries are would be great. But, but we don't know also the... developing a relationship, like me developing a relationship with your mom mm-hmm. helped tremendously mm-hmm. because a lot of times, like, I feel like maybe your mom would communicate things with you or whatever, mm-hmm. and then it wouldn't get communicated with me. So, like, me having a relationship with her helped tremendously. She's this issue. <laughs> <laughs> well, but she's better. Well, she's good. Here's what I, w- I will say based, based upon what you just said. And, and, and to correlate with this question a lot better, mm-hmm. they're asking, how do you communicate issues with in-laws? Uh, it's so-and-so's job to bring up this certain issue 
So how do you? I think ask as a wife, you that? can say that though. Do you think? Like, do you do you think that if I had an issue with your mother, or whatever, and if I feel comfortable enough talking to your mom, do you think that it's okay for me to just go to her and say, "Hey, you know, I, I didn't like really that. like." Yeah, I, like that. I think that that's okay. I don't. I don't think that it needs to be his job because he. I think you guys need to be on the same page about it. Like, say, hey. When you do this with your parents or you talk to them about this or they talk to us about this, it makes me feel uncomfortable for these reasons. I think that that's totally fine. And y'all need to be on the same page. But then you should be empowered to to nicely yeah. go to the mother-in-law and say, hey, I don't really like when you, you know, talk to me about the way I spend money. You know, whatever it is, like, be empowered because you guys are a family unit. So be empowered to say, hey, we're going to have a little boundary line here. Mm. We love you so much. But this <laughs> is... Sounds the... so fake. <laughs> we do. We love you so much. <laughs> but um, we got a little line in the sand right here. Yeah. Um, the, the, the... Trying to understand the source of this question, I see that there's probably some sort of boundary that's being crossed between mm-hmm. the in-laws yeah. and uh, this woman because she talks about his I, I, I would assume um, so here's one thing that I think is very important and you just asked me this and you said if, if you had an issue with my mom would you want me to go to her directly rather mm-hmm. than you to handle it and the last thing I want to be is an intermediary mm-hmm. like hash it out like you know take it to the behind the house and like you know (laughs) go at it right but but that but but from that i i want that because i know that from that experience comes love Mm -hmm. i've had some tense times with your parents yeah you know and i've probably said things i shouldn't have said Mm -hmm. i know i have yeah uh but from that like we 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 draw closer together yeah and part of me loving you is me loving your mom and your dad and part of you loving me is you loving my mom and my dad. Mm-hmm. And so through that love of a couple, like, let that relationship build. So that's my first thing. Like, mm-hmm. if he's got something to say to his in-laws, I think what we need to do first is have whoever asks this question stretch their relationship with their in-laws. Yeah, I, I would totally agree with that. And um... Go out for coffee, get to know why they tick. I mean, yeah, you, know them. I I know. You've had many of these happy drinks. I know with my your mama. mother. Yeah. Yes, I have, and I I know your mother and your father to the T. They may think that I don't, but I do. And um, I some every once in a while they surprise me, but I do know them. I study people, and so I think that that's a, a great way to you know just grow your relationship with your in laws. They have thought it weird since you studied them with your notepad and your. Next question. Right um, here? Yep. How to communicate issues with in-laws <laughs> and tough subjects that are very... We covered that. Um, yeah. So just... Relationship. Yeah. Just relationship. And... Um, if they're very sensitive, though. We can talk about that for a minute. Yeah. Because your parents have... Sometimes it takes some... Her parents are direct. They are and very my okay. Parents, hold up, my wait, family wait, wait. is very direct. I as just am said I. That. 
Yes. And, and you're and my parents are very cordial. They're very polite and, even and, if and it's, they dance around what is that saying where it's like the malt like um sugar coated. Like they're very sugar coated. No, they're just nice. They're sugar coated. <laughs> they're nice people. <laughs> Sugar coating. If you're wearing an ugly dress, they'd be like, that's interesting. You know? Sugar coating. And then her dad would be like, that's a throwback. Go throw that back in the closet. (laughs) I'm like. Listen, uh, and I I appreciate that honesty. Like, sugar coating can get you into a whole nother world. Well, see, I I think you do and you don't. And we're just going to agree to disagree right there. I do think you do and you don't. Sometimes I've tried to give you feedback like that, and you're like, you should never tell a lady these things. <laughs> I have never said that. <laughs> okay, back to the question. is just how to communicate these issues with in-laws. Um, you know, I think relationship is key. And them knowing that you care about them and that, like, as a person. You know what I mean? Like, I make, I care about my in-laws as people. I make sure that their birthdays are special. You know, if I see something that reminds me of them, I will send it to them or I'll text them. I have a relationship with my in-laws separately from my husband. Mm-hmm. It's not just like us yeah. together with them. Oh, so. and, and I mean, that's, I just received that as love to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, you know, you're like, I was talking to your mom today and she said this and it was hilarious or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that. That's you showing me indirect love. Well, there you go. Yeah. We're we're an indirect family. You're a direct family. So <laughs> we meet in the middle in this strange pattern of directions. Uh, backing up though to this other question we just talked about, like we also have to realize too. I just think about some friends that we have mm-hmm. that maybe don't have the kind of in-laws that we have who are maybe open and. Um, there for a relationship. Some yeah. people don't have that, yeah. that gift. I think in-laws that are always there to grow in relationships are a gift. But, um, that's, that's hard. That's, that's hard if you don't have a, re- if, if you can't build a relationship. Putting your best foot forward. But, but what if this person's question is saying, okay, they won't even listen to me. They won't mm-hmm. even talk to me. So, like, they can't keep coming over here all the time. And he's the only one that can tell them that because they won't listen to me Yeah. because of such a then, situation. Then it goes back to you and your spouse need to be on the same page. And you just really need to hash it out until you both understand where each other are coming from. Even as if a like, husband, as a husband, you know, your fir- your priority is me. As a wife, my priority is you. So if something makes me feel uncomfortable, I expect you to handle it. And just in the same way, I find it loving for you to call my mom or to have that relationship with my dad and to be able to love me indirectly by loving Mm -hmm. them. One of the ways uh, a husband and wife can love each other through a difficult in-law situation is by protecting that spouse Mm -hmm. from that maybe damaging in law you know we i think we do need to approach these listeners and be like be like 
not everyone has a situation like we have. Yeah, I and I totally understand that. Do you have bugs jumping all over? I do, I do. Um, so next question is: True communication involves active listening and li- instead of listening to re- respond, not react. Again, no question mark. <laughs> so here's the thing: Do you feel that? Respond, not to react. Okay, listen. Let me let me communicate this for you, baby. (laughs) Let me communicate this for you. I knew what they were saying. They're my people. Okay, good. So, um, true. Okay, so they're saying true communication involves um, active listening. Do you feel that we practice active listening? Define that. Active listening is listening to to listen. And understand, not mm. to respond. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Do I feel so, we do that? <laughs> yes. I just think about our conversation today about the um, with remodeling. remodeling. Yeah. I think we were both listening to respond. I think sometimes we have these moments. Maybe and, our timing and, and, and wasn't so, good. And my answer for it, the timing was not good because we were outside playing with the kids. Mm-hmm. But my response for it was, okay, let's take a beat and let's pray about it and reconvene. I am a huge, like, I love the scripture, all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord. Yeah. And so I am a huge component of just, if you're stuck or if you are not really sure which direction to go or you guys aren't, if we're not on the same page, like... I like just stepping back and taking a beat. Like, we don't need to rush to make a decision really quickly. Um, yeah. You know, and I voiced my concerns to you, and mm-hmm. you heard me. And then you, you know, said what your concerns, and I was like, okay, I can understand that. Mm-hmm. I can get down with that. I think you, so, you, you active listen better than I active listen. Oh, that is the sweetest thing that you have said, and you will probably get some tonight. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> no, but I do. It is important to actively listen to, like, and, and it goes back to what you said with timing. Mm-hmm. Setting aside, like, don't have these crazy real conversations in the middle of the kids running around. Mm. Don't even, I don't even think you should have these conversations, like, in your bedroom when you're about to fall asleep. So many times, like, you try to talk to me, and I was, and I'm like, dude, I'm going to sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and you get so offended, but I'm like, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just setting aside that time and then really being in it and listening. Like, mm-hmm. pausing and saying, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hearing what you say. Like, listening to understand. Well, patient thoughtful and listening relationships yeah with the husband and the wife like you need to and i think sometimes taking turns like if you're dealing with a big major decision saying okay tuesday night is your night babe to come to the table and say everything you want to say about this Mm -hmm. i'm gonna take some notes and write it down and then wednesday night is the other person's turn and they'll take notes and write it down and then on Thursday, we come back together and we say, okay, I like what you said on this. Um, I don't agree with this. Or If it's a big you know, issue, yeah. for sure, to be active listeners, go slow with it. Yeah. And, and, and our remodeling project, which we 
have come a long way in terms mm-hmm. of getting to where we're at right now, to where we're just yeah. about agreeing with everything. Yeah. It's taken some time. We, mm-hmm. We're moving to Durham, and we're, we're dreaming with this house that we own, what we can do to it. It's a, it's a small house right now, but I'm saying too much. Anyways, we, we disagreed on some things, and now we're just really close and agreeing on yeah. just about everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, literally everything. Other yeah. than how we're gonna execute it. Yeah. But uh, but I know that we'll come to an agreement weeks. on that. Yeah. It's taking weeks mm-hmm. for us to get to this point right now. Yeah. So yeah, if it's a big issue, take your time. Yeah. That's active. one thing that this pandemic has taught me mm. to slow down. Like nothing is so detrimental that like you can't slow down and take your time and think about it. Except if you're buying a house. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Totally kidding. She will help you buy one. <laughs> okay, last question here. Um, what females need in communication and what males need? Okay, should I go first? Let me go first. Go ahead. You go first. <laughs> <laughs> so, I okay, look, I am not the speaker for all females. But I will say what I need in communication. I need to feel like you hear me. And you understand me. Um, And that you acknowledge what I'm saying. And then you're going to, you know, if I come to you and I say, hey, I don't really like when you do this, this, and this. Like, because it makes me feel this, this, and this. Then, like, I'm expecting you as the man to do something about it. Not to be angry with me. Not to go back and forth with me. But, like, just say... Okay, and I'm, then I want to see change behavior. Mm. Um, I remember, like, when we got out here, um, you know, our lives changed so dramatically. And I told you, I was just like, you're not, you don't do anything for me anymore. Like, you're, like, I just feel like you're not pursuing me anymore. Like, what happened to the guy that was bringing me flowers home and, like... You know, I just, in in planning all these spontaneous dates and stuff. As we sit next to flowers that I bought her. <laughs> yeah, but, and I told you that, and, like, you're back, you, were, you got back on your game, you know? And so, for me, I just, as a female, like, I just want to be heard, and then I want to see the action. Because, um, I... Well, you're, let me say something about that, mm-hmm. in terms of communication. I know your background. Mm-hmm. You have grown up in a in a household mm-hmm. as beautiful as it was, and the people are where they, words mean nothing. They told you words yeah. that had no action. I like action. Yes, <laughs> yes. Look at you. He is getting all types of brownie points tonight. Okay. <laughs> Let's rush this along. Just, <laughs> so, I do want to say something because yeah. I I gotta talk about what the male side yeah. of this is as well, and. This is such a fine balance because I, I want to talk about this in a sermon. I actually had it in a sermon a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And sermons have become somewhat of like therapy for me. And sometimes I'll just, you know, talk about, like, like I confessed to you on when we were on that walk, I will confess with my congregation, like, I messed up and I need Jesus. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I'm probably going to mention this Sunday is pride. Mm. Yeah. Men need to let go of their pride. Oof. 
Women but women. you have to be gentle with it. Oh, women. Oh, that's so sweet, honey. <laughs> yes. Men need to let go of their pride, but it is so up to the woman to, like, you hold that pride. Like, you hold it in your hand. And, like, I think that men, even though they have this macho appearance and they, they're, they're men and they're menly, they are so fragile. Mm. Fragile. And it hurts. Yeah. It hurts to be shut down. It hurts to feel like you're not loved or not appreciated or not respected. Yeah. And we as women, we have to understand that. Mm. And be gentle with yeah. you guys. Gotta be gentle. Um, there's a passage in First Peter 3, and it was like, if someone abuses you, Mm-hmm. don't abuse them back mm. because you get rewards in heaven basically Yeah. and I was going to mention in a sermon that like you and I got into an argument mm-hmm. and I didn't think you should be talking to me the way you're talking to me mm-hmm. and so I let you know in the, sa- in the exact same tone and <laughs> <laughs> this was a different engagement but I remember you're like don't match me yeah Oh, I hate that. That's another thing about communication. I'm sorry, I think I, I earned. I know. I, I know. earned matching privileges. I feel but that scripture spoke to me in that moment, and mm-hmm. you know, this is the next day as I'm reflecting on it. I'm reading scripture. I'm like, thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it'll I'm show totally you wrong. yourself. But but you have always challenged me to be like, that's not a man. Mm-hmm. And. Oh, oh and that's my pride, thing. though. My pride. You know, I grow up wanting to be a man. Yeah. And for Doesn't it hurt when women are like... You're, you're not one? You're not a man. Like, <laughs> oh you're acting like a boy. Yeah, like, let me find a cliff to jump <laughs> off. I, I know. I And I've tried to take that out of my vocabulary. I mean, I don't think I've said it in the last six months. Do you think? I don't... I, I would think... I would hope my prayer <laughs> is that you haven't... Said it because I am being one. <laughs> Sorry, that was yeah. a little loud. Might have to... But I, yeah, so it's like th- things like that, like just take it out of your vocabulary. It's so hurtful. It's, it's just so hurtful. But um, I, and, um, but that is one thing that I hate when we're trying to communicate. And if I'm, if I'm at a level where I'm heated, I, do back not up. back up. Do not fuel the fire do not pour gasoline on the fire and i think that we're at a place where we're trying to learn that with each other because and i know it's hard i know it's hard when somebody is throwing darts can i just say that these aren't darts she's throwing like cannonballs <laughs> at you it's like okay they, okay if you're throwing that cannonball i'm first gonna throw a all, dart back at you first of all they feel like cannonballs to you but for me, in the way that I grew up, they're like little tiny darts. They're cannonballs <laughs> to every other household in the world. But it goes back to that thing where my family's very little direct and your family's very sugar-coated. And so we have to find that middle ground there. But um, And we, I think we have done a tremendous job of like coming out on the other side of it and learning like each other's ways and what, you know, pisses us off and... You know, and how to avoid those things and how not to push buttons. Um, yeah, and you really, truly have to study your partner. I mean, it's like... Yeah, and study is important. Mm-hmm. Um, I have taken some anthropology classes and, like, you realize that 
yes on a application you may bubble in hey this person's white this person's black native american but, but like, it don't mean a damn thing well it doesn't I just said that. <laughs> it does mean something but so much but but you're right that's mm-hmm. so um generalized mm-hmm. like you know white people are more than just white people like you have Scottish, you have Irish roots, you have Italian roots. Mm. And, like, these cultures are different. They appreciate yeah. different things. You don't just have African Americans. Mm-hmm. You have people that have come from Northern Africa, Western Africa, all these different nations. Or ghettos or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> sure. And some not. And, like, you can't... Yeah. Categorizing people mm-hmm. is going to set you up for failure in terms of communication Mm -hmm. and so you have to be sensitive to like we come from different places some of the best advice that we ever got in marriage counseling which i love is um about different screens and Mm -hmm. how both of us have different screens because of the way that we grew up so that means that we look at life through a different lens we look at the same situation and we can come with two different outcomes because we have grown up differently we've been around different people and have formed different thoughts throughout our life and so we need to be aware of that and um you know so it's not just cultural yeah like i was saying it's also experiential yeah yeah all right so it's time for our quote I want to apologize because I don't know who said. Oh, okay. (laughs) I don't know who said this quote, so I do want to apologize to you guys. Um, But here is the quote: Um, Understanding your partner's childhood traumas and triggers is a love language. I think I said that. No, you did not. (laughs) I'll read it again. <laughs> Understanding your partner's childhood traumas is a trig is and triggers is a love language. That is beautiful, though. Oh my gosh! So if you have not read the five love languages, you know, feel free to do that. Um, or you could take the tests. You and your partner could take the tests and figure out what your love languages are. Um, but just understanding where we all come from and what triggers us you know my triggers you know that i like to see action like your words mean nothing to me (laughs) (laughs) and i know that you you know words mean everything to you and so we we have to find that common ground and so i think we do that well in our marriage and we're still you know walking that out daily Um, but it's so important. Also, guys, um, I've created, uh, a list of questions. If you and your partner are having trouble communicating, um, or you want to hit the reset button, I've created, um, a list of questions. It's a very short questionnaire. I think it has eight questions on it and it will allow you, um, the, the idea behind it is that you and your partner, you take it separately, write down your answers, and then have a nice little romantic dinner um, by yourselves, and you swap your pages, and you read it in honesty to each other. Um, I am, I wanted to give that to this community. Um, all I ask for is donations um, for our 
nonprofit. So if you're interested, I will put the link um, to the PayPal in um, the show notes. And I'd love to pass that along to you. Um, I think it will really bless you and your partner. Um, Honey. Yes. Would you like to pray for the couples in communication this evening? Sure. All right. Oh, gracious, oh, holy God. Um, Me and my wife sit here uh, together bonded by your Holy Spirit in marriage and in love and God part of that bonding is the power of the voice Lord it was from the voice of heaven that you said let there be light and Lord it is the voice of a husband and wife that light can shine between them even the darkest marriages that seem hopeless Lord the voice of Christ stands in between and bonds and so God I pray right now for all those who are listening and struggling with this category this essential um, component of love Lord will you uh, bless them with a gift of voice but also listening Lord you be honored and may our marriages be all the more stronger through the honor and worship to you through communication and holy marriage. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I love you, honey. I love you, too. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us. If you liked today's episode, hit the like and subscribe button. You can find us on Instagram at Married and Having Fun. We'll be sharing cute photos of our husbands and all the things about marriage. Till next time, keep having fun.